0: Warning, the Happy Ending Pod shows a couple of guys with microphones on a computer, consuming copious amounts of alcohol, and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It is all in fun, not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you, and enjoy. Hey,
1: listen. This has gone so far off the rails. <laughs> Holy shit. Take a taste.
0: That yes. uh, I guess. Oh no! no! Oh no! I don't know how to use this. It's a white I'm people. Probing the unknownable. Yes. Well, there's good English, dickheads. I
1: enjoy Grandma's Mickey,
0: the i banana. I'm sure you the, do. The... Bocce oh. ball. Granny had no teeth. <laughs> Fuck
2: you! I never brushed my
0: fucking teeth. I beat my instrument. I don't know if I'll do it on air. <laughs> no, I think it should just be
1: an hour of us tuning, and then it's like, thank you, and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh! He spewed! <laughs> he, oh my god!
2: <laughs> it's over. Uh-huh.
1: Fuck
0: you! I'm trying to help you, motherfucker!
1: That'll be a nail-biter. <laughs> a nail-biter. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> so, I'm glad. I'm glad you got to it nail butter, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I, I was thinking knee-slapper, but I was like, nah, that's not the right word. What's the right word?
0: Nail-butter, ah, that's it. Ah, it. Yeah. Nail-butter. Nail-butter.
2: You all better repent!
0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Happy Ending Pod Show. I'm Grant. I'm B3. With us today is the lovely Judy uh yes. she's been on the show before hey guys and we have an awesome guest she has blown up over the past 5 6 months uh we have Nicole Mitchell hi everyone so now Nicole you uh, we have her on today because she is a, a wonderful story of of not uh, inspiration and, and it's just so much going on in such a short period of time for you that uh you know where do you be? first off? You were a preacher. You're a Baptist religion preacher. Now I don't know a whole lot about Baptist religion or that form of religion, but they're strict. And then you kind of came out. Yep. Well, not kind of. like yeah, you did come out <laughs> fully, fully out.
3: Well,
0: yeah, Baptist. Baptist is you. You grew up in that household as a Baptist church. Okay. Yep. How, how is, first off, the sexuality in that in that household, how is that portrayed for you?
3: Yeah, there was a lot of sex shame. Um, and I was raised in purity culture where there was this big push to stay abstinent until you're married. Ideally, don't even date or kiss until you get married, like this extreme version Um And the messaging I picked up even as a kid, like I've always been super sensual and sexual. I remember my beloved mom saying, you're so sensual. And I didn't understand. I did not understand what that meant as a kid, but I was really into my body and I was learning how to explore my body at a very young age. And in that space, that's not okay. I remember in high school joking. I was one big raging hormone with two little feet. Like I just have always had this huge sex drive and I didn't know what to do about it because of the religious space I was raised in, where all of that's bad until marriage, which, and then apparently you can flip the switch and everything's okay and you're wild and free, which doesn't happen like that. Um, So there's a lot of messaging about shame, body shame, sex shame, like slut shame, something, if you, if you don't want to be monogamous, if you don't want to wait till marriage, there was shame around that. So to get to where I am today, where I'm Open. I'm out. I've come out queer. I've, you know, gotten divorced. I had my slut season. Um, I've had to work through a lot of deep programming about what is good and what's not good, what's allowed and not allowed, to figure that out for myself.
0: Okay. When was when did you first realize you were bisexual?
3: Yeah. Isn't that so fun that you can go like decades of living on earth and not know your own sexuality? That's fun. Um, I realized (laughs) in my early thirties, so I was six years into my marriage with my husband. We had three little kids and, um, these little things, little inklings had been coming up throughout the years. I didn't know what to do with them. And then one day, for whatever reason, the coin went in the slot. And I remember thinking, I don't think I'm straight. And it was, a terrifying thought because we don't realize how much of our world is wrapped around our sexual identity, my marriage, my role as a mom, um, you know, in my family, my community, my church, I'm expected to be straight. And by, if I decided to own my queerness, I would lose family. I would lose friends. I would definitely lose my role at my church. And I had a moment where I thought, just take it to the grave. Nicole, you look straight, you sound straight, you mm. pass the straight. Don't rock the boat. And I just remember thinking, like that's awful to feel like I have to hide a very real part of myself for the rest of my life. So, in the end, I decided I couldn't do that and came out instead. Okay. Did you? That's
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah. We we've had this conversation with Judy before about her coming out to her family yeah. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. And it, it's it's got to be hard. It, it really. I mean, I can't. I, I I dig women across yeah. the board. Well, yeah, totally yeah.
3: you guys didn't have your straight coming out party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, world, I'm straight.
0: Um, I came in, in and had a couple kids to show for them. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm glad she's laughing with it. Though. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> the first time oh, you make a joke like that, you always got to wonder. I know how's
0: it going to go over. Um, but no, I can't imagine. But you were in your 30s, so like even in high school, as an eight, you know you're you're developing then and everything and, and you're not in gym class saying, Oh my God, look at Catherine over there. She's a mate, you know, stuff like that. So thirties is kind of like,
2: <laughs> you're going to church and you're, <laughs> like I mean,
0: me. really like you're at the church and you see, you know, Joyce at church and she's like, Joyce has got it going on. That's kind of <laughs> like, you know I mean? Almost. I mean, I'm just obviously creating an, an idea. Fantasy I think, for yourself. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, i was
3: never like that you know it's interesting is like because when i would hang out in my typical spaces like church and my groups of friends where we're all basically heterosexual you, you just think that way but whenever i go to queer spaces because i was like an ally right a closeted queer who didn't know it yet i'm going to all these queer events and queer spaces and that's where a part of me would come alive that wouldn't come alive anywhere else and i thought oh i just love people i'm mm-hmm. just a really good ally but it was actually like something in me was like, Nicole, these are your people. Like you belong here. And and it was at a queer event that I, like the, that's when the coin went in the slot. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not attracted to these people because they're cool, which they are. You're attracted because you're wired for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was, it was a, a totally different, separate experience from the rest of my life, which is part of why it was a bit jarring. Because why wasn't I feeling that over here?
0: So, so, basically, so, okay, so, you didn't have that, see, for a guy, it's hard to separate that. Like, if I'm at, okay, look, if I'm at a group thing, and there's other women there, as um, well as- You well notice. As, I look at, I check them out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they always say if you're giving a speech, imagine the the crowd you're talking to naked or in their underwear. I- Imagine everybody in their underwear naked, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Where's my apology? <laughs> okay, okay, so I imagine all the women in there. So, oh, but Bob, for, I just got shamed. So for you to, only, to be able to keep that separated is pretty impressive as well. So, like, you weren't really fighting demons in this regard. You just suddenly said, you know, this side is fun too. I like this side. I enjoy that. Because you are still religious. Are you still doing preaching or?
3: You know, it's so funny. So I don't identify as Christian. I don't go to church, but I feel like I'm still a pastor. Like I'm just a naked pastor. So in my OnlyFans, like they're my flock. Yes, we have like super hot, sexy time in there, but they are so hungry for life advice. How can I start my dream business? How can I make more money, Nicole? How can I tell this person I like them? every single person in my only fans who has bought skype time with me which you think would be used for sexy time it's all been
4: for life coaching every so single crazy. one wow do the people like confess to you and stuff i know it's like for like catholic religion but like do they come and confess to you and things like that
3: yeah they kind of joke like hey I have a confession you know yeah but i honestly feel like because i'm so open and i'm a really safe person i think they, they find themselves saying things or confessing mm-hmm. things they really haven't told anyone else okay. and it means a lot. So like right now I'm helping a Muslim couple navigate their decision to leave their faith and they're okay. terrified. That's their whole world. That's where they're, I mean, I guess my family, my community, my identity. And so they reached out to me specifically because I left my faith. And so Okay. And like that's not something they're telling everyone. It's amazing. Like the best conversations happen in there. Well, that
0: could be
1: dangerous for, to... depending on the, the strictness yeah, and the region. You're in and, and, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal.
1: It, yeah. It it is amazing when you think about it. Uh, how much of like well, well you said it already. How much people's identity is wrapped up into their religion, not just their sexuality as as well, but that's their serious. religion. That's...
3: Like, who are you outside of all that? For me, you know it was I easy. Mean?
1: I just got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> Bob is a uh, graduate of uh, Catholic school.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, K through 12, and I let that all go. <laughs> mm.
3: Was that hard for you, or was it easy to just kind of it off? No, I
1: just, uh, it was after my dad's funeral, and I was like, yeah, I don't need this stuff anymore, and I just haven't been back. <laughs> mm,
3: that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I don't miss it. And I'm
3: happy for you. I'm happy when people can figure out who they are, what they want, and what they don't want, and not spend the rest of their life trying to figure that out. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, it was, it was pretty easy, but... Go living in Catholic life was unpleasant. Uh, it was strict, like uh, like what you probably not as strict as what you mm-hmm. grew up with, but Catholics the, that that uh,
0: ingrained guilt.
5: Yeah,
4: you guys well, are like guilty from like birth. Well, yeah, exactly. exactly like, yeah.
0: Well, like Baptist is uh, not probably maybe I don't know if it's as bad, but it's just as the guilt too can be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My yeah,
3: you're doomed to hell from birth. Yeah. 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 You're born guilty.
0: My wife grew up Baptist, okay. and, and I'm the one corrupting her over the past 24 years, <laughs> um, you know.
3: Thank you for doing the Lord's work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, now, how does that go with you now? What did You still have faith, obviously.
3: I'm super spiritual. I feel way more spiritual and connected to God than ever, and for me, it's because I feel like I eliminated the middleman. I got rid of the church i got rid of religion and for me personally i don't need jesus in between me and god like i just think we're all connected to god we're all extension of source universe whatever you want to call it and so by eliminating the middleman and just owning the fact that there's no separation between me and the divine i feel incredibly spiritual and faith-filled and connected and way freer and happier that's
0: that's, that's genius. genius. I know. That's that
4: yeah. so good. That, I that, like that. I don't need Jesus ge- between me and God. I yeah. like that a lot. That's, that's a cool. T-shirt. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to ask. So, I was reading, like, an article online about you and stuff. And I want to ask personally, like, because it was saying in the article that you, from, as, like, from, like, when you were younger, you knew that you wanted to, like, go into, like, more like a, se- more like sex work, more or less. Yeah. So, is so you really did. You know, like around what age you started to like get into that? more?
3: Yeah. Or less? Yeah. And, and it still blows my mind. And so was middle school. I remember fantasizing about being a stripper mm-hmm. and thinking that was normal, except that I could pick up on the vibe in my churches and stuff like we don't talk about that. And I remember in eighth grade specifically, I'm in the movie theater watching the movie Titanic and the scene comes up where Kate Winslet's naked on the couch, and the 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 camera pans her body, and Leo's drawing her. And I remember thinking, oh, oh my God, I want to do that someday. I want to be her. Yeah. And I, I don't think I had a way to understand that. I didn't know. I didn't have any concept of sex work, of nude modeling. I just like this innate desire. And now, what I believe now that I'm on this side of things, and like I'm a little bit more woo and spiritual, I think like when we're born. We know who we are, what we came here to do. And then like society, family, religion puts all this stuff on us. And then it takes years of peeling back to get back to that truth we knew. So I think like something in me knew when I was born, like sex work was part of my future. Um, but I just happened to be born in a really strict environment where that is not even a concept. And it took until a year ago. Um, I didn't even think of calling myself a sex worker until people started calling me that. And I was like, I think you're right. Like I'm being paid for like the exchange of some sexual interaction. And, and to the point where in one article, I did share this, like I have a desire where I think, I I don't know, I've not done it, but I think I'd really enjoy being an escort. Mm -hmm. Um, I love sex. I love money. I have no problem putting those (laughs) two together. I think it's actually really smart because when you're paying someone, you know exactly what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And like, you're not using anyone because that person is choosing to do this if you know if they're choosing it like me I'd be choosing I'm not being forced into it um but because America's so backwards and made that illegal and because of my high profile that's this work I can't do safely um because I have so many fans and followers I could be easily reported
2: yeah um but
3: that's even a desire I have and so while I can't do actual escort work I feel like I try to channel that desire inside my only fans yeah
4: no that's pretty cool I like that a lot
0: you know you said you spoke about uh, America being backwards and Bob and I over and we've only been doing this show for two years um, or coming up on two years um, but we've been fortunate enough to speak to a lot of uh, sex work uh, people uh, ladies um, and we find that the Europeans are the most laid back mm-hmm. and open yes. the, the, the um, they don't uh, it's probably
1: because they don't routinely come under attack
0: well that I was going to say it's because it's of harassment the doxing. hypocrisy oh, yeah. in the United States. Yeah. Um, now you said, you know, in, in the back, in not just baptism, but it's, Catholic, all it, religions, it's, it's all
1: mainstream. They all, religions. you
0: know, you can't, you know, you, you keep your virginity till you're married, all this and that. Uh-huh. But yet behind the scenes, there's so much going on yeah. that, you know, I, I mean, I, I went to church, I was thrown out of Catholic school in third grade and, um, and, and I know, you know, I know stuff that happened at the church I was going to, and, I, and thank goodness I was out by then. But it, it's it's just, it, it's the hypocrisy of the United States, and it, don't say, don't tell. The Quaker, the Quaker mindset that came over yeah, here is Puritans. Pure, yeah, they still carried throughout the whole country. Totally. Uh, yeah,
3: I've gotten so many Europe messages from Europeans saying, we don't get what's, why it's, this is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Like We're like, we're happy for you. That's amazing. Why does America care? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you are my people. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what we found out is, you know, they're so open and free and laid back, okay. and they have no problem talking and telling and expressing their, uh, and when I saw you and read through your stuff, I thought, this is the American who should be in Europe, <laughs> I said, yeah. so we but, have to get hold of you. <laughs> I said, we, you know, this is great. Um. Your sex work. You were supposed to do a a, a movie before COVID, were you not? Or at least a scene?
3: Um, say more. Like...
0: You were supposed to do a a boy-girl scene, film a video scene, I think it was, I read, that was canceled before COVID.
3: Oh, what was canceled? It was actually escort work. I was being paid several thousand dollars um, to have sex with someone. We agreed. Um, and then COVID hit the month that we were supposed to meet up, so we canceled it. Oh, um, So that's the story I came out with. And that was the detail of my story. I was, like, terrified in my original interview with the New York Post because um, it's obviously really polarizing. You either are uh, – you support that or you're absolutely against it. There's no, like, neutral response to that kind of work. And because my background and my people, I just knew, like, they'd be outraged and horrified that I would ever do something like that. But I also wanted to, like, normalize sex work and, like, validate people's desires. And, like, adults are allowed to do adult things when consent is involved. I don't know why that's such a big deal, Mm -hmm. but it's a big deal. And I think part of my mission in my life, no matter what I'm doing, modeling, sex work, life coaching, being me, is to help, like, set people free from, like, these stories we have been told our whole lives that somehow you're dangerous or your desires are dangerous or – something bad's going to happen to you. None of that's true. Um, and by living my truth so openly, I'm hoping people can see that for themselves.
1: Cast off the shackles of sexual repression. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I think that's I cut people off for the same reason I inspire them. I'm a woman who knows what she wants and lets herself have it. And in a patriarchy, like there's nothing more upsetting than that. When someone you've tried to, like, marginalize and oppress, like, realizes they're fucking powerful and lets themselves have it, it's just, like, the, the audacity. So, I love it. I love pissing people off because at the <laughs> end of the day, it's just pointing back to you something that you haven't addressed in here. You're pissed yeah. off because there's something in here you need to, to deal with. Mm-hmm. Deal with that versus projecting your judgment onto me.
1: Yeah, it, like you're talking about the patriarchy. Men want women for sexual objects as long as it's on the terms of the man.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and God forbid a woman wants to be sec- like a sexual object, you know, but on her terms, like I'm agreeing to it. Like I, I'm okay and I have my boundaries and I, obviously there's terms and conditions. But like that pisses people off, which blows my mind. I'm like, I'm doing what you ultimately want from me, but on my terms. It's yeah. the only difference here, right? And it's just like, it's the hypocrisy. It's a double standard. Yeah, yeah, Men it's can want that, to continue, but women can't.
0: Yeah, it's the continue bury everything in this country. You know, it's yeah. not good enough for you, but don't worry about what I do behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, more openness would probably be lead to less uh, sex crime. And I don't mean just oh, for trade, totally. but, yeah. like, yeah. uh, um, but we're so... But I think part of that problem, too, is there's so much illegal money involved with that underworld, that mm-hmm. dark lining, yeah. that, mm-hmm. that they're just going to continue to put it back on in the shadows mm-hmm. and... Yep. And shit on sex work and sex in general.
4: Which I was listening to this other podcast, and I don't know what. How dare you? I don't mention the name of the show. I'm not going to mention the name of the show, but it is a sex podcast, and they were talking about. You tell sex us off air then. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. But they were talking about sex workers in other country in another country, and I cannot remember the name of the country. But they were saying that they were going to start taxing like sex workers there and making it more like legalized and stuff. But it was just to make like make it more of, like, an occupation as Mm -hmm. opposed to, like, something that's illegal, like, frowned upon. So to make it safer for the sex workers as well, though. Because within that, like, if they would make that, like... Like, with your OnlyFans, of course, you guys get taxed and stuff. So that's, like, I guess a step towards that. But, like, there's other people that, I guess negatively saying there's like prostitutes and stuff like they could be taxed and stuff to make it safer for them but also like imagine like if there was like unions for like prostitutes and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that there could be so much yep. like yep. other things like there is and that bureau. could be a whole other revenue yeah. see and there, stuff in like that Germany
0: we spoke with a dominatrix from Germany over the summer they have to register they have registration cards and stuff they have their own mm. sex work ID so they are taken care of, yeah. Yep. Which, it, it's amazing the, the difference between why, Europe and over here.
4: Why not? Because it could be like a whole other revenue for just Because we're only like,
0: legalizing pot in a few states here.
4: It's yeah. just ridiculous. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they could so get health care and everything. That yeah, would th- just, yeah like, think about it. Down... There,
1: there would be... I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. There would be protection for for mm-hmm. both parties. Uh, there would be health care for both parties. Yes. Uh, there would be tax revenue and there would... there's. The up the upsides are like tenfold. Mm-hmm. The downsides are virtually non-existent. It's it really is just status quo and mm-hmm. like the the old ways, keeping things the way they are. And, and unfortunately, a lot of okay. it is based in religion.
4: But even so, I well, feel like we're slowly progressing towards very like, slowly too slow. something. <laughs> very slowly, <laughs> of <laughs> course. Drift, <laughs> but it's slowly starting <laughs> it to get, happen. It is. It is. It, it is. is yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, I feel like COVID made all of us cam girls, and I think that's, like, a really good thing. (laughs) Like, it's kind of forced it to become more normalized because more people are doing it. And, like, you can't – it's not as underground now because OnlyFans exists or these other platforms. And it is is a step in the right direction. We're still way too far behind, but it is progress.
0: Part of the problem, too, is you have social media shitting on anybody that does post – their own uh, their own pics, whether it be because now we just discussed this last week. Now they're after uh, women who have just a t shirt on and a hard nipple. Nothing's exposed, yep. but you can see that their headlights are on. And and it, it, and now social media is attacking those pic- pictures yep. too. They're taking that yeah. Stuff I've though. had
3: so many photos taken down that absolutely follow all their guidelines. Yeah. It's just it's just ridiculous.
4: You can't even post anything on like, Instagram or anything. Like they're just so quick to report your stuff annoying yeah they're i've all... gotten a lot more conservative on there because i've gotten mm-hmm. so many threats that having
3: my account shut down for photos that abide by their guidelines it's
4: but yeah does instagram even report it itself like they'll send you like this is not like obey by their bots guidelines. is this like it's they're bot controlled oh it's ridiculous instagram is
0: bot controlled so all you have to do is have a couple of people point you out and the, it will automatically their computer their servers will find your account and shut it down but they're
3: also double standards because if you're oh, if you're skinnier and sexier and prettier or a, celebrity. You get away with, mm-hmm. or a celebrity versus if you're not a celebrity and you're you're not as skinny or not as pretty like cause I'll see like model like women who don't fit that category and like they'll do a side by side the celebrities all nude posts can stay up but her version of it was taken down and yeah. like I don't know if you guys know Celeste Barber she's a comedian from Australia Yes, and yeah. she's had po- she, yeah she's like just your average sized woman and she gets her she mimics celebrity she makes a, post. the post yes yeah. yeah, like, and hers yeah, gets taken down funny. but not the celebrity so she's called on IG and then IG's responded like sorry we're going to go back and work on like our the way we evaluate mm-hmm. but there's an inherent bias to their system as well For which sure. yeah. it's it's all rigged it made, you know?
0: f- facebook bs is cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah well the yeah. the adult
1: performers guild is supposed to be having a sit down meeting with uh, Instagram brass if you believe it
4: well, that's, that's amazing.
1: Now, I believe the guild saying it. I don't believe Instagram yes. saying that they're going to listen to them. Yeah, well, yeah, Instagram's Party. like we are. Because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like, oh, we, we were supposed to take notes. I'm sorry, I forgot everything you just said. Someone we, wake we, up Instagram. Yeah, because we talked about it. Was it last week or the week before? Uh, the accounts that you could go through and just see full frontal nudity. But because they either got a blue check mark or 5 million followers. Their stuff stays up, and you can report it. And ten seconds later, it comes back, and it says this content did violate our terms of service. Mm-hmm.
3: and were... that's why you guys are on Twitter. <laughs> like, you guys are smart. <laughs> Twitter, you can get away. Yeah, with but Twitter's
0: starting Twitter. to nail you too. They now. are your your
1: right. your profile picture, your header photo, and your biography can all get you banned. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And no if your head- header, if your header. Or profile picture violates their new terms of service. Mm-hmm. They don't even notify you when you su- they suspend your account. They, they just do it. And move, then you move. log in one day and you go,
0: oh, my account doesn't work and you have to fix it. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that. Our, um, our adult Twitter account, which I reached out with you uh, to you through, um, our header was a post of a woman that we are friends with. Okay. that she, We are friends with her, uh, her boyfriend and he's been on the show several times. And we were given permission to use her picture in the header. One day, I wake up and our account suspended because they did not, it did not, whatever agree with their new rules and Jeez. laws. Uh, until I removed that header picture, we were going to be suspended. So I'm wow. like, yeah. So I sent uh, our buddy an info a message saying, "Hey, we just got uh, in trouble by Twitter for your girlfriend." <laughs> um, you know, as a joke. That's insane. So, yeah, yeah it's totally. like, it's so simple. It, it really is. You know, and we were literally given permission to use it. You know, we were... You and-
4: know. But I feel like Twitter doing that, it just takes the fun away from Twitter. Twitter's like That's that. That's the problem. It was,
0: Twitter's the last
1: vestige it was, it was, of it was. Um, the of, yeah. It was the last free you space of, it was the last free space on the internet where you could do
0: and say. You could, see, you you could, could get, talk
4: about whatever the fuck you wanted yeah, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you could get
0: your Funko Pop and see a guy ram a head up somebody's vagina. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I've literally seen yeah. those in back-to-back tweets, which is why I mentioned that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reverse birthing. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> Breach, yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, that's right. We'll yeah.
1: sing the song later.
0: Okay, so all right, back to Nicole, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I love it. We got off of tangent on tangent. I here. love it. Um, now you have uh, you have children. How are uh, they're older now, right? Well, not much older. I mean, they're still they're, they're still a f- little bit
3: little. They're five, eight, and ten.
0: Okay, they're still fresh-minded. Wow. Man, so how are yeah. you dealing with that and? and because I know you, I read uh, that you were trying to explain things in the best possible way form, which is, which is literally the best possible thing a mother could do instead of pretending it doesn't exist or won't happen. Or, or, oh, or, so you're or,
1: saying not the Catholic method. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs>
0: how, how are you going, how are you coping with that? How are you doing with that?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. It's, it's hard. If you guys have kids, I'm sure you can relate because I don't have anything to compare it to because of my upbringing where there's a lot of silence or shame. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like trying to do like open and no shame and communication and consent. Like, I don't have anything to base it off of. So I'm just kind of making up as I go, which is always a little difficult. Makes you feel a little nervous. Yeah. Um, But I do. I'm really committed to them having like a healthy understanding of sexuality a healthy understanding of self-expression, especially for my girls. Like I want them to feel really empowered and that they don't ever need anyone's permission or approval besides their own. Like if you're in charge of your body and if you know what feels good and you know your boundaries, you make sure you honor that and whoever you're with honors that. Um, so we're always having conversations about consent and bodily sovereignty. I always frame it in as kids do kids things, grown ups do grown up things. So by the time they find my content, Um, other than probably being disgusted because it's their mother, Mm -hmm. I think they'll like understand like, oh, this is what mom has always been talking about. Like this, like you, you live your authentic truth, even when other people misunderstand you, as long as you're, you're, you, you're clear about it and you honor your boundaries. You do you boo. Um, so I'm actually excited for them. Like my friends and I joke, who are raised with a lot of guilt or shame, in the, especially in purity culture, we're like, "What's it like to grow up without shame?" Like we can't even fathom yeah. like, the whole yeah, world, right? That's privilege. So to give <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> a childhood where they don't have it, like I think that's really, really good for them.
0: Yeah. That that yeah, because that's that was the biggest punishment was being guilted and shamed as a child. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah.
4: Now, I do want to ask, so as kids, you know, you're eventually they'll go back to school. I don't know how it's going wherever you live, but um, with, like, COVID and everything. But how do you know, how do you think other kids are going to react to that? Like, of course, maybe your kids might not find their content right away. But, like, of course, other kids are exposed to other things sooner than your kids probably would be. But how do you think that would, how would you handle that situation? And maybe they're at school and they're getting made fun of or something like that. And your kid comes home and tells you about that, like. I don't know how that is. I don't have any kids personally, but I feel like I would be embarrassed. I'd be like (laughs) the whole world came crashing down around me kind of thing. How do you explain that to your child? I love that you asked that. Um, You know, it's funny because my fear, even
3: before that, my fear is what will my kids, friends, moms think? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Will they not let their children play with my children because of the work that I do? So when I first moved to California just about a year and a half ago, and I was just starting to meet all the parents. I was, like, really scared. Um, and I would hold back and, like, play shy because I was so afraid of being rejected. And then eventually, like, I worked my way through that. And i just like, this is what I do. This is who I am. Um, and now, like, the couple of mom friends I am friends with are just so in my corner. I don't know if they're necessarily, like, yay sex work, but they're, like, yay Nicole. Yeah. So their kids play with my kids. and It's all good. Um And so hopefully because like the friends I'm surrounding myself with, they're having that kind of conversation with their kids, like healthy, open conversations about sexuality and self-expression. So when that comes up, hopefully the kids are handling it better. Yeah. But if not, I feel like my home environment is where my kids feel safe to be brutally honest with me. And they could be like, mom, my friend saw your picture online. And they said these things and I'm like really embarrassed or like, I feel like they could say something. And I kind of messed up yesterday. They had, um, uh, one of my kids had a program at school, and you could zoom in on it. Mm-hmm. And I zoomed in when I was like getting ready, and I was in the shower with my phone, so like I, I don't have my screen on, and my image is me on a bikini, like sexy <laughs> to me. I think it's actually quite modest, but okay, mm-hmm. I didn't. Could think have been about, right? It it's could like, have been anybody, yeah, yeah, Right, and then today I got pulled aside um, by a worker at the school saying. Like you need to change that because uh, it's inappropriate scandalous and the children saw it scandalous. and they're wondering who is that. And I and I felt first of all, like, okay, America's still backwards. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. I can respect that. And secondly, I felt bad for my daughter because I don't want like it's one thing to find have their friends find it on the internet one day. It's a different thing for the mom to like present a sexy photo for all the parents and kids to see. So I felt a little bad and I haven't had a chance to talk to her. But I'll bring it up because I just want to have that open line of communication. Like, hey, I did this. How did it feel? Did anyone say anything? And just kind of process um, without regretting, like not coming across apologetic. I shouldn't. It's like, oh, next time I'll make sure to change it because it's a different setting. This is school, not my modeling work. Mm -hmm. But it's like I didn't think about it. I'm I'm so involved in the modeling world Mm -hmm. and in my OnlyFans world that that, picture is considered modest and mild to me that I forget there's yeah. worlds where that scene is scandalous. So it kind of jerked me back to my past. I'm like, Oh, that's right. There's still people who think that this is inappropriate. Yeah,
0: That it, it could have been happened to anybody. It really could. The fact that it was you is just, of course the dumb luck, but I mean how many yeah. other millions of people have pictures of themselves in bikinis, yeah, vacation or photos. a swimsuit, a yeah. vacation photo. Um, you know, so
3: it's the same picture. that's in my Instagram bio. So yeah, now you'll see yeah. it. It's, yeah. And the only difference is I think is because I'm posing. If I had pictured me like a cocktail in a bikini on a beach, I don't think it'd be as big of a deal, but because I'm confident looking, <laughs> confident it's like there's this invisible line across. It's a really interesting road to walk. It, 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 yeah. Yes. It's, it's. Did
1: any of the parties involved that confronted you uh, know what you do? Say that again. Uh, any of the parties that uh, confronted you about it being scandalous—are they aware of what you do? I think do
3: you th- maybe um, you know. What, in this I was part, wondering if it was maybe, maybe
1: a little persecution. Yeah,
3: like they targeted yeah. you specifically. They
1: wouldn't have said it about anybody else, but because it's you.
3: They yeah, I'm probably because they know what I do. Maybe because I remember my kid's school has an Instagram account, and I started following it on Instagram. So yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, I can see updates." And I'm like, "Wait, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah." It's a small school, all this, so I'm going to be one of the few parents online. They're going to click on my profile and like, "Oh my gosh, she's more than just a bikini model." Yeah. So there is some of that, but I've been there for a year and a half now, and I think they really like me. Um, so they're kind of up with me. But yeah, I. I don't know, it's it's an interesting road to walk as a mother, because especially in America, there's a lot of like, once you're a mother, it's like somehow you're supposed to like hide your sexuality, like you're no longer a sexual creature, because your responsibility is to your kids, so once a woman reclaims her sexuality as a mother, it's seen as like, rebellious, Mm -hmm. or you're trying to like, live out your teenage desires, or it's like, no, I've always been a sexual being, I always will be a sexual being, and you don't get to tell me that just because I have children, I have to like, hide that, like, so I, it, I hope like when people see me and you know it's jarring maybe at first, but then realize oh wait, this is true of all of us. We need <laughs> to be parents and lovers. Like there's no there's you no separation there. That's how the kids came about. Like by being a lover, mm-hmm. and yet we try to hide that part or shame that part, um, especially for women after they have children.
0: Mm-hmm. You said about being open with your children and uh, them. To me obviously that is the best advice you could give to any adult parent be just be honest and open because I think a lot of the problems with kids in middle school and in high school is the naive not knowing enough so you'll have these idiots that run their mouth
4: you'll have and then
0: the, these people that do this and then then you know they have sex you have uh, girls with uh babies that the father obviously is you know not there or whatever mm-hmm. but i be a lot of that is because of it everything being so hidden and buried yeah, and, and not being <laughs> discussed openly
3: um, i remember being 16 and wanting to be on birth control to protect against pregnancy and i knew my parents would be against it um because you're that's like you're, you're premeditating you're sex which is like also a sin Mm -hmm. um so I went to a dermatologist appointment for my skin issue and sometimes they prescribe birth control to help with skin and I told her hey I want to be on birth control and she's like don't worry I'll prescribe it for you I got you girl Mm -hmm. and then when she gave my mom the prescription you know my mom's like this is ridiculous I'll never get you this so there's even like even that like I'm not like we're not being supported having healthy sex practices Mm -hmm. and so like I want My kids, yeah, to be able to talk to me about anything and have them. So I have, like, tons of, like, body books around my house, all kid-appropriate. And I'm always, especially now I'm queer, and I don't ever want them to repeat my life where they get 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years into life before they realize who they are. Mm -hmm. So I'm always pushing back on the heteronormative narrative in, like, movies. It's always boys and girls kissing. I'm always, like, where is the boy and boy kissing? Why isn't the girl dating the girl? Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, I'm always, like, trying to make them aware of this, like, message that's being pushed on them so that they can know that at least around mom and in my home it is safe to be whoever you really are and you don't have to ascribe to the rules or molds that society tries to put you in i um you're making spongebob a lot
0: more fun for your kids that's good um, <laughs> <laughs> um now i i i have two 20 year olds um children mm-hmm. um my wife is taking care of the daughter Um, and I think she's done a good job. My wife literally took her for the the birth control, did, took that initiative. Dad was not even included, asked, involved, whatever. It didn't matter. (laughs) Um, and I did just, uh, message you a picture of my wife because we were discussing the bikini photos. So when you get the chance, please, uh, um, but she's (laughs) done a good job now. Apparently I guess my job was to deal with the son and I, (laughs) I, I, I apparently I didn't get the memo and, um, After our conversation, we had, I don't know if I'm doing a good job at all. Apparently, I'm going to have to sit down and write a book for this kid.
4: um, (laughs) You need to leave him alone. (laughs) Yeah.
0: um,
1: No, that's the problem. You left him
4: alone. Oh, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I I think that, you know, everybody needs. We also discussed last week body shaming. You know, because everybody can't wait to pick on, you know, in, in school, everybody can't wait to pick on somebody for the obvious, you know. You're fat. Your head's big. What? That needs to be something that is is also
4: just killed. You know, it just needs to be killed. That's Bob. It, it it <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: uh,
0: it, it, it's a shit because you know, and that would help too in, in regards to everybody being more open and, and and comfortable with themselves. We're in a country again that's so uncomfortable.
1: No, so with, repressed on every level.
4: Every, yeah, yeah it, it's
0: it's it, like it's, it's, not even,
4: it's bad to be yourself. Oh like, yeah, it, yeah. It's You're, like they want you to hate things that you can't even change about yourself. Like yeah. if you had any say in how you looked, like when you came out. Like I don't understand.
1: It's like that meme that's always on the internet: "Be yourself." No, not that way. Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, th- so that's all what? stuff that needs to be addressed. But unfortunately, you just don't have enough people like Nicole willing to help and do that i mean
1: there's not enough people willing to even entertain the conversation
0: yet no
4: um which i don't get because i feel like a lot of people could relate to you like there's so many people that could possibly relate to you but they're so scared to even come out and say that it's just so sad like there's so many people out there living their lives like hidden like they're just so scared like you were saying you were just like i like at one point in time you had to decide like you were thinking that maybe you could just push it aside and just continue to live your life a lie. like that it's so sad that's very sad sad.
3: and i think that's part of why my story went viral is not just because it's sensational but i think it actually (laughs) triggers something deep in people where they're like they can relate relate to to that Mm -hmm. we all can relate to wanting to do something that feels right for us but it's not approved by our parents or our friends might think bad of us or we might get in trouble by our bosses. We can all relate to that. My pivot might be a little more extreme, but we all have this hunger to want to be authentic. And I think seeing someone like me come out so publicly with my story, yeah, it's sensational. But it's also like, damn, if she can do that, then maybe like on a smaller scale, I can do that for my life and be a little more free. And that's also why I'm so deeply committed to these deeper conversations, whether it's on podcasts or in my OnlyFans DMs, or with my life coaching clients, because I can't maybe change the whole culture of America, but I can change one person at a time. And if I can help change that person, it's going to change the way they raise their children, which is going to raise their children. So I'm trying to be part of this movement that's long-term, long after I'm gone, these seeds I'm planting in my different clients or my different fans is going to bear fruit in their children's lives and their children. And hopefully Move everything forward to where every individual can fully love and accept themselves, fully love and accept others and not have judgment or shame be part of that experience or conversation.
4: Definitely. It'd be a snowball effect. It would be really cool. Yeah,
3: for totally. Me. You
0: were, uh, you were married for what, seven years?
3: Uh, almost 11.
0: Oh, almost 11. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. when you came out to your husband, how did
4: Oh, I'm so oh. curious to hear about this because I kind of feel like I might know how this went. But go ahead, tell us.
3: <laughs> I love this story so much because I don't think most people will expect it. So I always joked that my husband was my gateway drug to all things liberal. Probably kind of like you with your wife that you're like <laughs> leading her down this path. Mm-hmm. He was that person, very open-minded, <laughs> much further ahead than me. Um, always felt comfortable with me, qu- like encouraged me to question what I was taught, and. Um, so I, when I realized my queerness and once I decided I was going to own that part of myself, I knew the, like the first person was going to tell somebody my husband and I was excited because I knew he would accept me. And sure enough, like the night I came out to him, I'm like, Hey, want to learn something interesting about me. Cause like, how do you tell your own? spouse like you're not straight and he's like sure babe what's up and I was like hey so I don't think I'm straight and he's like oh tell me more and I kind of explained to him how I realized I was queer and at that point I didn't know what it was and if I was gay bi. I just knew I was not straight fully straight when I finished telling him he like looks at me and he's like I think that's normal and natural and amazing and I'm so happy for you and I was like he was like start sobbing he pulls me in his arms and just holds me and he was always my biggest cheerleader and supporter and he was the one who's like go be with women you never got to have that experience that's not fair to you to like tell you you can't ever do that so I give him a lot of credit for why I am where I am today because he always just held that space for me and loved me so beautifully through it
4: and that's exactly how I expected it to
3: be okay just (laughs) that's
4: exactly what I expected
3: why the divorce yeah, so you know what I think is, so we moved to California a year and a half ago. And you know how like, people think like California or Hollywood ruins people?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think California reveals <laughs> who you really are. Oh. I think California is a very polarizing place. You either love it here or you don't. It's not something like you feel meh about. So when we got here and the more we settled into our lives here, we like – we became very aware of what we wanted and we realized there are two very different things. I'm into nude modeling lingerie modeling. I'm doing only fans. I'm doing acting. It's like, I've always had this Hollywood dream within me and I'm finally in the place and space where that's allowed to be lived and normal. And he came to the conclusion of like, like, it pushed me towards the left, way more liberal, and he went the other direction. Like, he left the Christian faith years ago w- before I ever did. And was when I finally the faith, he was like, finally. Like, he was, like, waiting for me to leave the faith and, like, be free from that. And he's made a hard right, right back into faith. He's become more conservative. And, like, so, like, our core values became polar opposites. Yeah. And so we had a conversation, like, many conversations. Is this something we try to bridge that gap and, like, try to make it work? Or is the most loving thing we can do is release each other. And it was super hard because I never saw myself getting divorced. That was never part of my plan. That was never part of his plan. But our move here really woke up deep parts of ourselves that neither of us could deny. And they just happened to be in the opposite direction. And so in the end, we decided that the most loving thing we could do was get divorced. And it was super hard. Um, As any divorces, even when it's amicable, Um, but we're on really good terms. We're on such good terms that we still live in the same house. Oh, Oh, that's uh co raise our children, like he has his room, I have my room. And it's not the long term plan, it's just our temporary situation right now. But you could walk in and you'd think we're still together because we're nice and friendly and chatty and like it's like we're a couple. Um but we're not, or kids know we're divorced, and I actually really appreciate the season of living under the same house to give our kids time to adjust mm-hmm. to mommy and daddy sleeping in different rooms yeah. before we start sleeping in separate houses. Um, but I'm so grateful that he and I are on good terms.
4: No, that's really nice, it's an ideal situation.
0: It, it's just amazing that it was so he was so su- supportive and everything, you guys went well together, and that it just Went that direction. And then
4: California and, happened. Then Cali-
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> California. California's like Asian. alcohol. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you said you let you go have your lesbian experience.
4: I haven't yet. Wait, wait,
0: what? I
4: know. Okay, so I'm just curious. I got I so many questions now. Okay, so. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll, <laughs> we'll sit back and listen. No, go ahead, because girls.
4: I just want to know now. Okay, so how do you know then? If you didn't have that experience, what if you try it and then you don't like it? Like, so then do you like revert back to your old life?
3: maybe and I think that's every person's right. Like, you could like, you know, I could do only f- even this could probably be anything. Only fans like do it for two years. I'm like, okay, I'm done with that, and I go back to being a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, we can change. We are allowed to change our minds anytime. But for me, I think it's just like how people know their street. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just you just know even before you like mess around with someone. Um, but I have been with a trans person and it was an amazing experience. And afterwards, a trans person was like, Yeah, you're definitely queer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> um, like but I get really nervous with girls. Mm-hmm. I'm like confident, sexy, and I know who I am. I know what I want when it comes to men, I know how to play that part and on my dating apps I have it open to men and women and then when women sign in I'm like oh um what do I say oh and what, I I totally become like a little
4: schoolgirl no, because I it's get it crazy. about like really pretty girls I get like that but like around like the average ones I'm just like totally cool and collected But that like, I'm enjoying this real. conversation I'm like that around
0: all women uh, yeah well, yeah and I'm the outgoing I'm, asshole I'm, I'm going oh gosh <laughs> and I'm like hey that guy with the beard he likes you
4: yeah <laughs> (laughs) Bob is just sweating. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 Four,
4: (laughs) four. Well,
0: I was also just thinking, we'll we'll buy Judy a plane ticket. I was thinking that too, yeah.
1: So, what airport can you pick (laughs) up? And by the way, I
0: apologize. We just pimped you out. I'm so glad we invited her. I know. Okay. So, I (laughs) wonder. This conversation wouldn't work with
4: us, too. No. All right, so. Besides that, so, like, you have you ever kissed of, like, a woman or anything, like, at all? Like, what have you done? Okay. Yeah. So, but you've never actually, like, had sex or anything, like, even done anything with a woman.
0: I have a question.
4: You're missing out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I have to say that. About
0: <laughs> <a great laughs> We, we yield the four to
4: once you try it, you don't go back either. Yeah. You just don't.
0: That explains my wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> My <laughs> yeah, he's being balled over there. Well, okay, can, uh, uh, now, uh, what is considered sex in in the lesbian world? What I mean, like. I mean I know what sex is in the male female. Okay. okay. Well I clearly at least three times. No, nah, I mean like if you're ki- <laughs> at least three times, <laughs> like thank you. Um okay, like kissing and, and necking. Okay, obviously that's just like four points, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But what,
3: what I mean, that's a good question in general, because in America the assumption sex is penetration. Exactly. When yeah, like yeah, I yeah. think you can have hot, hot sex without ever penetrating. Yeah. And so okay. that's why I think sex I've done is a lot that, more yes. Gray. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I want to hear this question. I want to hear Judy's definition of it, but I just Calling that out because we're so quick to assume penetration. Because, yeah,
0: Okay, like first off, there is no obviously no penetration between two women, unless of course. I mean, yeah. Unless of way, course there's, there's of using toys yeah, there's or a- fingers. Sure, but that's you know that that's yeah. what I'm saying. Where does it begin? Is by what by I would...
1: reproductive standards, there's no penetration.
0: The, with women. Yes, there you yes. go. Yes, and yes.
4: that in that way, then yes, I suppose. I suppose we're getting too technical. <laughs> no, because. Okay, TMI, but I was with this girl the other (laughs) the other day, and like I have to say because (laughs) I'm sitting here and I was I was telling one of my friends about it, and I was going into like I wasn't going into detail with her, but you can. More (laughs) of the story is that (laughs) we're all adults here. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So, so to say that we. We both gave each other head, so to say. Okay, so but like that wouldn't consider it sex because to me, when we're like if we were having sex, it would be more intimate. Besides that, because like that's like you can go and your your wife is giving you head, and that's it. Like you called it a it's night. oral you, you, sex. You, you wouldn't call it like sex though. Like if you, like, No,
0: I would you, wait a half hour until I got hard again and then take care of her. Exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's
4: like pleasuring both people, but I don't think that oral sex is just sex though. Like there has to be more to it besides just oral right. sex. So
0: you're looking at a love, romantic. Not sen- just like love, romantic, a, a but like sensual evening of. I,
4: I I I don't know how would I put it like into terms. Like I really don't know how I would explain the, it, but like the, I don't think the, that the would just be sex. more than the means. Yeah, like there has to be more to it. Like I, there's just there would be more to it. It would just be deeper intent, than just oral sex. It would just be deeper than because I mean, like,
0: like in general, anybody can go get oral sex from their your trailer, your uh, a yeah. and a truck stop, okay. Um, But you wouldn't. That's not love. That's but it's still a form of sex. But sex
4: isn't love all the time.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay.
4: So like it it doesn't always (laughs) love. I'm saying. I'm just saying in general.
0: So okay. uh, All right. Well, here. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, to me.
3: Okay. So there's different. Every person has their own definition of sex. There is. Some might consider oral sex. Like yeah. just that's just sex. Don't consider it.
0: Yeah. I consider it yeah. oral, oral sex. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. But again, a different level of sex. That, that uh, you know. There's I mean? categories. So there's ba- like first base, second base, third base. You yeah. Know, home, you know.
4: It builds. Yeah. It builds. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, it's all sexual. It's not, but it's not. You're saying it's not all sex.
4: Yeah, I don't think it's all sex. Like, if I'm just gonna like give somebody head and then I'm just gonna go out for a that's not sex. Like, but I didn't enjoy myself. I mean, I enjoyed myself, but, like, it's not sex.
0: But if you're, if you're mutual.
4: If it's mutual, then I like suppose. You're, it depends like, you're giving you're and receiving.
0: To. Is that yeah. sex or not just because, oral as sex? As I said
4: the other night, I was with this girl. Yeah, and I it's know. Just, like, so it's just it I didn't was consider just it fun. sex, but, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, we were pleasuring each other, but I don't think we went to that extent of having sex.
0: Okay. Okay. I
4: don't think we did.
0: Okay, now, let me ask you this question, and this is something we were spitballing four weeks ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When a lesbian couple is together, and yes. now in the adult cinema, they love to portray a lesbian couple doing a scene as to what they would call scissoring. Mm-hmm. Would a lesbian couple in their own room, home, free-time bedroom, do, would they do something along those lines? Is that,
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know. Personally,
4: as far as I know... Lesbian scissor. Okay, it's like a normal thing. Okay, as far as I, I'm,
0: I'm, you know, well, I'm pretty gay. I've so never like, been, you know, okay. fortunate enough to scissor. Yeah,
4: no, no, like. Yeah. <laughs> No, but, yeah, I think it's, like, a normal thing. Okay, okay, see, that's just curious to me. Now, here's the thing. That's with me. If you were having sex, like, for example, the other night, if we were having sex, and then we scissored, then I suppose I would say we had sex, but we didn't, mm-hmm. so then it was just, like...
0: Well, like, like there's a lot of, like, during foreplay for both men and women, mm-hmm. okay, sex... Uh, a man, you know, you'll use your thigh to rub against her vagina,
4: mm-hmm. okay,
0: so, I mean, I'm assuming that's something... Women can
4: do the same exactly, thing. Exactly,
0: yeah. So, it's it, it's still... It's still sexual.
4: Yeah, it is. It,
0: it's still, but uh, I mean, I guess, okay, we, we uh, I'm just.
4: I suppose if we were spinning up the categories, it would be like first base sex, yeah. second base yeah, sex, yeah. and then third base, like okay. you were saying. So okay. then it gets like more intense. Okay. But now it's your turn, so you gotta <laughs> <laughs> let us know. <laughs> well, as you
3: guys are talking, I'm like thinking about this, and I wonder if sex is kind of like your identity where you're the only one who can define it for yourself. I so like as an yeah. outsider you could look in and be like, Oh, you gave each other head, you had sex, but maybe between you two in that moment, you both are in agreement that's yeah. not sex, that's just messing around. Yeah. 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 So I think like there's so I think there actually can be a couple labels on the exact same event, like the outsider label, but then it's really the insiders who get to self define what that experience was. Yes, I agree. But
0: almost the outsider label is almost a hypocric hypocrisy label. You know what I mean? Just because you two gave yourselves a quick orgasm morally, Mm -hmm. they're not looking at it as sex. But hey, I wasn't there. Heard you did it. You guys had sex,
3: (laughs) right? Totally. I mean, that's kind of like America's obsession is labeling and boxing. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and like that's part of like, and that's part of why I really like identifying as pansexual. It's a bit harder to box in. Mm -hmm. Can you? And that's what. I'm
0: mm -hmm. sorry to interrupt. Can you give what is the definition of pansexual?
3: Yeah, and that's a great question, and it's the same thing. It's different for every person, so always ask a person, if they say, hey, I'm queer, or, 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 or I'm bi, or I'm just ask them what that means, because me it's be different. About- for me, it means I'm attracted to all kinds of humans, and it's not related to your gender. So, and, and the reason I say that is because when it comes to bisexuality, people tend to think, oh, you're into like masculine men and feminine women, and it leaves out a whole spectrum of humans mm-hmm. that I'm really into. I'm really into androgynous, I'm really into gender benders. I'm really into, like, more effeminate men and more masculine women. And people don't think of those people when you say bi. So pan means across. I'm attracted to people all across the spectrum. And like anyone else, I have a preference. My preference is androgynous women. Um, But I'm attracted to all kinds of humans.
0: Can a straight person be pansexual? Just to be attracted?
4: You can be attracted attracted to, to
0: many different types of women
4: i suppose when i think of like pansexuals i think that the base you're more based on somebody's personality as opposed to like their gender or something more or less so totally. you're like you're focused on their personality it doesn't matter what what they subscribe to or what they do you're just like you're basing it off of their personality okay i suppose that i'll make out with whatever body you come with if i like yeah. your personality and I'll i like your energy your body's body not. You like yeah i don't like, you're basing it all on, like, the personality and stuff like that. But I suppose the well, way that's you are thinking about coming,
0: it, because Well, I she guess. said, it like, like, you know, like, there's all different types of women in I mean, in people in general, first off, you have heavy sex Totally. Women, you have muscular women. You have, you know, mom bods yeah. or whatever. Did I just create a, I just created a new term? Mom bod. Mom bod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, you MILF. have women covered in tattooed. What was that? Milfs. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is that... Could that be... But I don't know. Because I'm not a, like okay. A, I'm not attracted to Bob in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Okay, we're best friends. I love him. He's a great guy. Absolutely. I don't want to see him naked from the waist down, or I've, I've already seen him from the waist up, and that was more than enough. Um, <laughs> he doesn't
1: like cardigans, when I swear. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> so, but I am attracted to all kinds of women, whether it be a white woman, a black woman, a Hispanic woman. Or whether it would be a woman covered in tattoos, or uh, you know, a, a woman who's a little bit. But then,
4: if you think heavier, about that, you know, would does that, that be,
0: cover that face? Does that cover that?
4: Would that be more or less like you don't have a type? So would be pansexual yeah. be like you don't have a type? Just like in general like that so would be like. Uh, so a, instead like of pansexual broad, I'm like, just a pervert you <laughs> just
0: <laughs> having known you so well yes <laughs> okay well then that explains it
3: alright well I just there, did there's your label
0: yeah there's one yeah well yeah, I actually knew that since I was like eight uh, <laughs> just took 30 some years to figure it out <laughs> oh man <laughs> Holy shit. Nicole, when you, um, when you get, uh, when you're doing your life coaching, uh, uh, what, how do you go about, help? I mean, what does it mainly involve? Is it mainly involve people being comfortable with their sexuality? Because there's other stuff as well as people who, you know, want to move on to do something different too with their life. What? Yeah. What do you, how does that go for you? What is?
3: Oh my God. It's the best gig ever. Everyone should do sex work, and everyone should hire a life coach. Just saying. But it's the best thing ever. I
4: think I'm (laughs) going to quit my job tomorrow and get into sex work.
0: We got plenty of cameras you (laughs) can buy. Anyway.
4: So I basically, as a life coach, I'm
3: in the business of making your wildest dreams come true. So I'm like the one person that people will tell me what they actually wish they could achieve in their lifetime, if anything was possible. So they might not tell anyone else, but they might say, I would love to be a millionaire or I've always dreamed of being a Hollywood star, or I hate my job and I want to be in a totally different career, but this is who my family thinks I should be, I should be and should be doing. And they tell me these things and like that's, and part of my, that's part of my job. Sometimes people come to me. And they just want something better or different. And they don't even know what that is. Like I had one client and she leads a very successful career, makes, you know, half a million dollars a year is one of the top leaders in her industry and came to me and was like, this is it. Like I have peaked, I've like checked off all my goals, in my checklist, making more money than most people. I'm one of the top leaders in my industry and I'm not happy what's going on. And so now I've been working with her for two and a half years. And like, unearthed all these deep desires she didn't know or kind of suppressed because you know you should be a doctor or you should be a mom or you should be a lawyer or you should be a teacher like we kind of lock ourselves in when there's all these other desires being born and then so once you can own what it is that you actually want it actually becomes pretty easy to get it so for example When I first started my life coaching business, I had a goal to hit 10K months. I'm like, oh my gosh, make $10,000 a month is like mind blowing. So I hired people who were making 10K months to normalize that. If it doesn't feel normal to us and it feels weird or hard or from another planet, it actually is a lot harder to make happen. When I was surrounded by people where 10K was the norm, all of a sudden it became really easy for me to get there. Then I wanted to hit 100K months because I know people who make 100K months. Mind blowing. But now it's at first, but now it's normal. My people, I surround myself, that's their normal income. And so the more I spent time with them, the way I learned about the way they see things, the way they do things, the way they embody things, all of a sudden I had a 100K month. So it's like getting clear on what it is that you want and then surrounding yourselves with people who have what you want to learn how they did it to normalize that kind of life. And then before you know it, you will get there. So that's part of my job as a life coach is to un- unearth your desire, help you find people that you can surround yourself with, and then help equip you with the tools to make it happen. Whether it's finding the job of your dreams, making the money of your dreams, having better sex, having better health. I have people from every industry, every age, and it is amazing.
4: That sounds so cool. That's awesome. Wow good silence cool no i'm just like what i'm like mind blown right now like yeah. that is cool I was enlightened today. I'm glad I came here today, guys. I'm
0: glad you came here today. i freaking yeah.
4: enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes! God. I like meeting people like this because it just like gives me another perspective on life. I've been trying this thing where it's just like kind of like forgetting what I know so I'm able to take in more from like everyone else. Kind of to evolve myself as a person altogether. So I'm glad I was able to experience this and just hear your perspectives and stuff. That's nice. I like yeah, that. Totally. That's really cool.
0: I'm glad we. I'm glad we could. Yeah, I'm glad we could do that for you. That's awesome. Like That's for him. Don't eat it. <laughs> yeah, she got all embarrassed all so I Grabbed a cookie. Um, Nicole, what do you have coming up? What's uh, What's coming out for? What do you oh my leave? gosh,
3: so many amazing things! So I'm here to have global dominance, aka an empire. And so <laughs> I'm in the works of possibly having my own TV show. I'm in the works of having a book published or book written. Um, in the works, I've been pitched to have my own movie. Um, whoa, whoa. I have big grandiose plans and I'm really, really excited for them.
4: So you're going into like acting and stuff. Do you, do you have like something like you're into? Cause I know some people like go into like comedy or they're like more focused on like drama or action. Like, what are you into?
3: Yeah. I'm like into dramedy, mm-hmm. right? Where you get a little bit of drama and comedy mixed together, but I'm finding that I actually because I'm just so like deep and authentic and like the kind of conversations I have and the kind of experiences people have with me in the room is I want to have my own TV show. So the, if I get my own TV show or if the movie works out, it's based on my story. Mm -hmm. So I would love to like be the one who's acting out my story, ideally for parts of my movie. Um, obviously like hiring younger actors or older actors if we do that kind of stuff. Um, but it's part of like my dreams have like a blend of like the Oprah slash Ellen show, but the Nicole show, um, yeah, you want, you so want to, to talk show more of me? She wants, in the a, world. <laughs> <laughs> she wants a Mercedes you say? for you,
0: yeah. Mercedes <laughs> she, for you. She wants to give out Mercedes. She's
3: <laughs> oh my god, seriously, that is one of my biggest drives to getting wealthy. Is I want to give so much money away, but in order to give so much money away, you have to have a shit ton of money. Well, so me, that is one of my
4: biggest drives. To you get let me know when you have that money, rich so, rich so
2: rich I can give you my routing
0: number, my account number. <laughs> Send me <something>. There we <laughs> go. Um, are you looking I to do? I, I, again, I, earlier I alluded to it. I thought I read an article that you were set up to do a, a, a scene, an adult scene. Are you looking to do anything like that, or? If you
3: were in my OnlyFans, even now. Oh, so not for she you. Just so for the world. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've um, maybe maybe dabbled my foot in that oh, okay, okay. arena already. All
0: right.
3: But yeah, that's kind of my – like the part of my journey is like at this point, I typically don't have like hard and fast rules. Like I will never create this. I'll never do that. I'm pretty open. And it's just been kind of a natural evolution. Like when I first started my OnlyFans, I only did topless. And I did like fine art nude, full nude. And then I did a little more explicit, a little more – I'm doing slowly more explicit the one thing I don't see myself doing is like hardcore. Um, I think that what I love about my soft core is whatever I create is born from intimacy and passion. And I feel like that's my niche in the adult industry where I feel like there's a lot of performance, uh, which is fine if that's your jam. But for me, I love that level of like whatever you're watching, this is real. Like I never will fake an orgasm just because that's so prevalent in society for women. Like if you're going to see me come, it's real and I don't over dramatize it. It's very subtle and very Nicole and my fans eat it up because even though know, I like, I was a little embarrassed at first Order to do it. Point. Cause it's not like the porn version where you're like back is arched and you're sprawled and you're screaming like all the movies portray. It's very quiet and intimate and, not sexy looking but it's real
0: and like my people
4: you're eat selling awesome, oh. authenticity that's cool <laughs> yeah.
0: so you're making this face anybody <laughs> 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 oh, no, oh no anybody it's not. ever
1: watch the league no no of vinegar
0: strokes uh,
1: or, your your orgasm face is what it looks like when you sniff vinegar. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> 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 what?
0: Okay, Love so it. you said uh, like hardcore. Yeah. So you're not like I mean you're not looking for gangbang stuff. You're not looking for. No. Oh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. well okay so you're not looking. Okay, I'm trying if to find the level. Way I can
3: make that happen? Okay, here's here's the thing. I don't know if this is possible, but. If not, I'll be the first one to make it. If I did something like that, which I have interest in, I've had requests for that, and I told my fans, in order for that to happen, I obviously have to feel extremely safe with the people, the the men in the room, right? And for me to feel safe with them, I have to have a connection with them. If I have a connection with them, then probably what's going to be created is something more intimate than your typical gangbang. And that's where I get, like, I'm not sure what that would look like, and I get a little excited to, like, do it with the Nicole touch.
0: Um, it would be sensual. We'll see.
3: Yeah, it would be a sensual real. It would, yeah. It would, yeah,
0: it would
1: turn out like the scene in Zach and Miri make a porno, Seth And in order to watch this,
4: up. you have to subscribe to her OnlyFans. <laughs> <That's laughs> Thanks for advertising, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: She's your second best spokesperson.
4: I'm going to be, like, the hype man in the back. It's just, like, make sure you subscribe to her OnlyFans. And at the bottom of this video, you have to put her <laughs> a link.
0: Like, yeah, well, the link will be in the video, yes. We will take care of her.
2: <laughs>
3: well, um, thank you.
2: Um,
0: anybody, um, who would you like to do anything with? Is there any, a celebrity or something you would? Uh, that?
3: My girl
4: crush is Ruby Rose. She's hot. Yeah. So um, hot
1: and she's funny. The the woman in John like, Wick. Humor in the suit. Gets me. She was in orange and then black. Okay. He didn't watch that. No, you need to google I told it a little bit of a little the woman in the Wick that
0: the woman talk. the suit that doesn't talk little bit <laughs> a blank. <laughs> Clearly, this is embarrassing. I've a you, you, you her this is yeah, Oh, isn't showed you she photos before oh uh, isn't she
4: she was in, like, orange, she's Batman, think...
0: Batwoman. She was. Yeah. little bit of a little bit of a little bit of i little bit of that's,
1: well, I didn't know she was I, I didn't know that I you would know her as Batwoman. Well, I watched Batwoman. I loved it. I became I a fan of her in was... Orange New Black
0: when really? I saw her yeah, Donatello yeah. tattoo.
4: Everybody was hype about her. Yeah, I didn't
0: watch no? that. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. so you have, all right. So doing something with Ruby Rose, I mean, she's no longer Batwoman, so I'm sure she's free. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, Completely can, available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, just, let's you
0: know. see if we can get her to join the call. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: You're gonna type in Ruby Rose on oh, Sky Machine. That would, fall that would be
1: batshit insane if that works somehow. Yeah.
4: Ruby Rose <laughs> underscore Batwoman. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be. Oh, God. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> I am the stupid one in this group.
4: <laughs> right, you look so fancy with your little glass, man. Pinky's up. Pinky's out. Pinky's up. Oh,
0: God. All is right, so any, any, do we have anything, I mean, that you would like to get uh, from Nicole before we let her enjoy her night? I mean...
4: Wait, I what know. time is it over there? Three hours time. Don't even know. Where, where are you guys based? We are Pennsylvania. in Pennsylvania. Okay, are you... Is that East Coast? East Coast, yeah. 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 Okay, so you're three hours ahead of me.
0: Yeah. It's like so it's a, a long, almost
4: 11.30.
0: It's 11.29. It's almost 8.30 there. it's like
4: 8.30. Yeah. Well, so early. Yeah, we're
0: like an hour or so out of Philly, so... Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's it's
3: It's cold
4: over here just in case you
3: are wondering. <laughs> <the Philly> <laughs> I was just interviewed on a radio station in Pittsburgh.
4: Oh, they're like 3 uh-huh. hours from us.
0: Right? Yeah, they're six. 3 or uh, close to 6.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah. They they're dry from us, yeah. It's yeah.
4: probably way colder over there than it is. They
0: cold. don't matter. We're near Philly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know cuz usually we're just like, yeah, we're near Philly. Yeah, Philly's like, what matters. <laughs> okay, I know exactly. WCLG. Where. Do you guys know that? No, nope. We don't Maybe get Pittsburgh
0: saying. here. We are not close enough for Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I had a question, and then we rambled about the gangbang. I forgot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got all
0: flustered. Let me, you know, what? I do have notes. Let me quick check my notes before, I mean, it's obviously going to require me to edit and make it sound better when I freaking go to do this. Um, uh. Nope, I screwed up. I answered these. I had <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: questions asked. I love it. Yeah.
0: Um, Nick, what, what would you like? Well, is there anything you would like to get out there for the people to know or uh, be aware of, look for? What you know? How? I mean, first off, we already know how society is in this country, and that we do need to change it and get it back on a much much not just a much more open-minded path but to a point where who cares what so-and-so is doing as long as they are not hurting or accepting you
4: know what this country needs to do and it's free to do it mind your own fucking business exactly exactly so cheap too radical the concept right too radical (laughs) it's too much it's too
2: much totally
3: agree (laughs) i would say come over to my social media Because I love being, like, this embodiment of, like, being sexy but also being taken seriously, being risque and also being respected, being a model and being a mother. Like, I feel like these very, like, either or identities we try to create in America, I integrate and live as one. And it's just a great space to be in because I hope that by people being in my space find permission to finally be their full selves, whatever that looks like, wherever they're holding back and dimming maybe you now have the permission and freedom to do what you want to do, whatever that looks like. So that's why I love it coming out, come to my social media, come say, Hey, so that you, so that together we can create this movement where people are happier and healthier because they're no longer hiding part of themselves, but they've integrated it. And now they're expressing it. They're embodying it.
4: Definitely.
0: I, I mean, I learned a lot and, and, yeah, and I love it. Today was a great, a lot of fun. It was, yeah, it really was. And Nicole, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, yeah, learned a, absolutely learned a lot. Thank you for being here with us, Nicole. Uh, it was a pleasure. You're awesome, and we would love to talk to you again to promote whatever you got coming out. And someone's trying to come in. <laughs> um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Mitchell, check her out. We have our links where they're attached to everything. She's awesome. She's beautiful. the The photography and the pictures are amazing. Um, and we're gonna find her that someone that, that, that give her that first special experience. Good luck to you on that. <laughs> and again,
4: guys, subscribe to her OnlyFans.
0: There you go. <laughs> Thank
5: you, Judy. You're welcome. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah. 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 You're fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a Wet ass pussy Give me everything you got Put this wet ass pussy Beat it up, nigga, catch a charge Extra large and extra hard Put this pussy right in your face Swipe your nose like a credit card Hop on top, I wanna ride I do a giggle, one is inside Spit in my mouth, look at my eyes This pussy is wet, come take a dive tie me up, like I'm surprised That's us role play, I wear disguise I want you to park that big, Mac truck Right in this little garage Make it cream, make me scream Out in public, make this I don't cook. some wet ass yeah. pussy. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a handy drink, I need a weed smoke. Not a garden snake, I need a king cobra with a hook in it hopefully lean over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. Pussy ain't one, just like his credit. He got a beard, well I'm tryna wet it. I let him taste it, now he diabetic. I don't wanna spit, I wanna go. I wanna gag, I wanna choke. I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. My head is fire but I need the sun. He is going and dry and it's coming outside. Yeah, I run yeah. on that thing, now the cause of I spit on his mic and I heat tryna Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy Gimme everything you got for this wet ass pussy Now from the top, make it drop. that's some wet ass pussy Now get a bucket and a mop, that's some wet ass pussy I'm talking wop, wop, wop. that's some wet ass pussy Macaroni in a pot, that's some wet ass pussy Huh There's some hoes in this house this house there's some hoes in this house there's some hoes in this house there's some hoes in this house there's some hoes